The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Good morning and welcome to the Rough House Podcast. Recording this on formerly tax day, just found out last night that it's now been moved to April 18th. So I was having panic attacks for no good reason. Or was I? There's a U.S. naval carrier fleet off the coast of North Korea. And as of five minutes ago, there's a few hundred thousand Chinese troops amassing at North Korea's border. So I hope you get a podcast next week. And we're not all burning in hellfire. China. 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 China's coming Chinese out Chinese nuclear warfare. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's a shit time to be alive. So don't get all pissed off about certain factions not appearing in the WWE or the superstar shakeup. I think we got bigger fish to fry on this country fish fry right now. And that's the fact that... Uh, he's a little uh, guy, though. He's a tiny fellow <laughs> who came... Trotting out with two new ICBMs this morning, so that was fun to see. Oh. That was like a debut. It was like when um, Kevin Nash took over the NWO <laughs> in the WWE, and he was like, I'm going to bring in more members, and you're like, it's going to be something fucking stupid. And then he was like, here's HBK, and everyone's like, oh shit, that's yeah. killer. Well, basically, Kim Jong-un debuted two HBKs today, and we're like, oh fuck. Uh, well... <laughs> Let's hope it has the same ignominious end as the WWE oh. Kevin Nash-led HBK joined NWO did, and that's Peter out into nothing. Can we because start God calling ICBMs it. HBKs? Because I love that. HBKs, yes. It's, <laughs> it's just a huge foot on a missile. That's all it is. Like, guys, we're receiving word from the Pyongyang city capital that... Oh, what's... Oh, God. Kim Jong-un is tuning up the band. <laughs> We've seen tapping his foot at headquarters. But he's in the corner and he's holding on to the ropes for leverage. He's holding on to the ropes. It's adorable watching him attempt to do it, but... Oh, God, then he just super kicks a big red button and these two fucking missiles launch. Oh, that's outstanding. And and all the missiles have painted on the the heart, uh, the tattoo that Sean has on his arm. Yeah, the exhaust sounds like... Oh, God, we've got two sexy boys off the coast of California. (laughs) 
Someone deploy the diesel anti-HBK defense system. Uh, no, no, no. Leave the Genetis at home. We don't need them. Don't bring the Genetis. We don't need them. It didn't work out last time. The two, we do, we mistakenly deploy a very large barbershop window oh, that's like 40 good. stories tall to uh-huh. surround Los Angeles. It just goes all the way through. It's just all of HBK's former adversaries sitting there on the coastline. Oh. You've got Triple H, you've got Janetti, you've got Sean, you got uh, Bret Hart, you've got Steve Austin. Holy crap. If the missiles yeah, so lose their good. way, you can just send out a, uh, a, a sensational Sherry Harrier and then yes. it'll uh, guide them to prominence. Guys, we we prayed for a miracle and we got one. We're, <laughs> we're receiving reports from a from an aircraft carrier fleet off the coast of California. Is this Is this true? My God, the missiles have lost their smile. <laughs> the missiles have lost their smile, and they just crashed into the ocean. They just don't worry. They may come back down. in seven months stronger, but yes, for now we're stronger. okay. Yes, don't put on Hall of Fame quality matches from now on. Oh, yeah. so if boy. you're having too good of a day, go online and take a look at uh, North Korea's two brand new, crisp and shining ICBMs. Mm. I'm hoping that it's just like cardboard and chicken wire sure yeah let it just be that and yeah. it's just i don't know filled with confetti i don't know like the rest but, of the city is just like fake fronts yes exactly like if yeah. you've seen the interview and it's like oh my god that's not an actual uh, uh market store yeah it's a, not a market inside it's all styrofoam oranges mm-hmm. and paper mache fruit but he seems to be in a great mood today old kim john un gave cool. himself a second a second helping of that Kim Chi to start the day. So he seems like he's just jackbooting up the and wrestling? down the street. The so <laughs> hooray. Uh, good times. Good times. Good times uh, ahead. Good times ahead. Yeah, it's going to be so great. So much stuff to talk about today, bud. I may have the beginnings of a brand new favorite. Okay. I mean, a favorite, favorite. Performer? Performer. I'm not saying I'm not going to use hyperbole here and be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay. But so far, riveted as I watch this man two weeks in his debut, his episode on NXT, I am fucking all in on Alistair Black. Okay. Have you watched the <clears throat> NXT from this <clears throat> week? I haven't. I'm like way behind <clears throat> on NXT, so I have not. Uh, I'm spotty at best. You know that. Yeah. I watch it when I can, if I can. I'll maybe pull it up on my phone, but I found myself with an extra hour to kill last night. And I'm like, let me, let me, I want to watch, I want to watch Shinsuke's goodbye. Yeah. Shinsuke did the whole goodbye thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Everyone's reporting that uh, he gave one of his best English promos in a very long time. Very good grasp of the English language. That's a fucking lie. Ignore those reports. <laughs> uh, just mouthfuls of fucking walnuts. So, Listen, um, <clears throat> when the handicapped kid learns to walk again, it doesn't mean he's a great baseball player. Shinsuke, Jesus. boy, mouthfuls of fucking chestnuts last night. Let's not pretend he's going to head to the main roster and start ripping off Dusty Rhodes on the son of a fucking plumber promos anytime soon. Do you? Th- it's difficult to listen to him talk. Can you imagine Nakamura doing a Dusty impression? If you're up there, God, and... <laughs> The past couple of days worth of news with nuclear hellfire and our own country collapsing underneath of our own feet proved mm-hmm. to me you might be on a smoke break. If you could prove your presence by having fucking Nakamura do the Dusty Rhodes Hard Times promo. Oh, my God. I I will believe in you again. <laughs> That's all you need. 
Just, it's That's a simple all I request. Need. Just one guy. I don't need a lack of bombs and Moabs and whatever mm-hmm. tearing us apart mm-hmm. at the seams type political machinations that are happening. I need Shinsuke Nakamura to do the Hard Times promo. Now, I'd like to do an impression of it, but it will come across as so intensely racist <laughs> that I'm not gonna. So just know that when we're done with the podcast, I will. Probably all day. So I want to do Shinsuke as Dusty pretty much until I black out tonight. We encourage you, the uh, oh the OG 538 God. and beyond, do it yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself and feel free to upload videos. Yeah. We're not going to like them or agree with them, but we will snicker quietly please, from the shadows. Please tag us in those videos and um, we will laugh heartily that you won't win a prize because we have nothing to offer. We ain't got shit. But, we ain't got nothing. Uh, but... But we, Your, we will our laugh. appreciation. Maybe throw you a, a, a retweet, perhaps. How about that? I won't even do that. Nope, we're not getting nothing. We're, you're, we will not acknowledge. There can be no paper trail back to us <laughs> laughing at an Asian we're the ones man. Who came up attempting... with the idea. Yeah, boy, fuck. Uh, bleep this whole segment. <laughs> or, nope, Chris is shaking his head. No. Okay, well, it's here in perpetuity. There it is. But the episode of NXT was was pretty noteworthy for a couple of things. Okay. A, there was that, which was you know it was actually a nice send off. Um, B, you had finally uh, Dylan Miles, who oh, I've been waiting for, yeah, for quite some time. Guy. Yes, the big hand, big man dude, and was as impressive as I needed him to be. Okay. He took on DIY with another tag team oh. partner who he promptly turned on and murdered okay. at the end of the match with a move that could only be described, and I hope it's his finishing move, where he basically choke slams you by face palming you repeatedly, where he grips your face sure. with his gigantic hand, mm-hmm. lifts you up by your face, uh-huh. and then slams your head into the mat and then does it again a thousand times. That seems very dead. dangerous. Super dangerous. <laughs> now, he does catch underneath of you to kind of pad Break, the yeah, fall. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> but then backstage afterwards, he uh, he apologizes to the man that he just murdered. If that's his gimmick that he partners up with people, kills them. He doesn't and know his own strength. About it. Yeah. Yes. If it's if he has enough mice and men gimmick, yeah. I will throw shit at the wall <laughs> and draw I heart Dylan Miles in the shit because it is. He's a scary looking man. Yeah. He looks. Fella. You know what he looks like? He looks like if. You ever seen uh, drawings come to life? Like if Homer Simpson was an actual person. Yeah, they're and haunting. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's haunting. The Beavis and Butthead this, ones? Ooh. Oh, they're horrifying yeah, they looking. Are. This man, Dylan Miles, and I, and I hope I'm saying his name right. It might be Dylan Miley, Dylan something, but uh, <clears throat> he, he looks like if you drew the Incredible Hulk and brought him <laughs> to life. It's, it's a different level of musculature than a Brock Lesnar, than when Triple H was at his peak, than. Than Chris Benoit when he was one percent body fat. Right. He has a odd, cartoonishly DC Marvel level of musculature in his jaw. Oh my god, his jawline. Is it like Kali jaw? Uh, no. What do I? It's Beavis esque. Okay. And then it's a cash register jaw. So he's already got that maniac cop looking yeah. sling blade jaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny. Huh? Sting blade. Oh, shit. I forgot yes. about sting blade. <laughs> oh, my God. Sting blade was the fucking greatest idea we've ever come up with other than Nakamura doing Dusty Rhodes. And they have him grow a roadkill ECW Amish beard, which then further extends. It. Yeah. So okay. uh, I was happy to see him, and I was happy that I didn't see any real glaring flaws or fuck ups in him. All right. Uh, he does. 
uh, there was one small one. He does have um, uh, Mary Jane teeth from Spider-Man. Snaggletooth, film. little snaggletooth what, action. What's her name? Who was that? Who was, who was Mary um, Jane? Kirsten Dunst. She has Kirsten Dunst teeth. That's a, that's a bummer. But I'm not trying to fuck smile. Dylan Miles. Well, I don't know. Watch him wrestle, and you might want to have him take you. Is he? Well, if he decided to, you couldn't stop him. What's his height uh, in comparison to a Braun Strowman? Not as nearly as tall. Okay, nowhere so near as tall. He's more more wide. Way wide. Okay. There's actually a great photo of of, of them and Balor, Dylan, right? And Balor, yeah, yeah. You can get a good height Balor. comparison. He's not that much taller than um, um, a Ciampa, which oh, was okay. cool. They. They had a great match, and, and Ciampa did a great job of realizing that he is trying to wrestle a grizzly bear, mm-hmm. Jackie Moon, and had, like was just holding on to his neck and was trying to keep this man from right. getting any type of momentum. And uh, all the credit in the world to the, the psychopathic Sicilian for trying to keep this man fucking held to the mat. And not a lot of luck. A lot of good power moves. A lot of uh, very slow, plotting, dangerous moves. Okay. It was very fun to watch him. But Alistair Black. Yeah, who did he fight? Ma'am? I don't know. You can't remember oh, the dude's okay. name. Didn't even matter. He, his fucking entrance is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in NXT. The entrance is, is hella cool. Where he raises up yeah. out of the ground with that backboard. Not a whisper of emotion. Wanders down over the top rope directly into monk pose. Yeah. The music's he awesome, does the, too. The music is great. Yeah. The music is incredible. His look is great. He does a great job of never blinking. He never blinks. He never averts his eyes. You know, someone once told me that you act with your eyes. And his eyes, they never leave his opponent. He does the slink into the corner Raven move. Mm -hmm. He just basically sits there. He pops up when it's time for the match to begin with the bell rings. His hands are behind his back like some fucking Japanese video game fighting. Morpheus. like he like he's like goddamn Morpheus. Yeah. Yes, he looks like fucking Rugal from King of Fighters. This guy keeps his fucking hands <laughs> behind his back, and then he knows they're dangerous. He knows that you don't want any of these. Yeah, these you don't want me to fucking uncork these things. He don't I'll want murder none. you with these. And then they move him, and he swings a black mass at this guy, which is officially my new favorite finishing move. It's a spinning heel kick super kick that he put on this fucking guy. Like, if you basically kneeled in front of Chris Davis, stood, sat still, handed him a bat, and said, swing this thing as hard as you fucking can at my head, and I won't move. And if you want to, wind up and just kind of check it a couple of times to make sure it's going to connect. And he swung this black mass kick at this guy, murders him, Mm -hmm. knocks him out, one, two, three. It's one of the greatest connections of a kick I think I've ever seen. Like and Shawn Michaels, if, Shelton Benjamin, springboard off the... Yes, great sort of, comparison. Uh, yeah. Maybe second only to that kick. Yeah, that, the that kick, kick is The kick that Alistair beautiful. Black hit him with on this episode of NXT, that if that's this guy's lot in NXT, where he rolls in, super kick, black masses someone in the head, and then drops back down into this monk pose and just stares and walks off. Man, I'm intrigued. So was that the I'm only move? In. That was it. That was wow. it. Now, okay. he had a match at first, obviously, with, um, uh, what's it, uh, Cien? Uh, at, yeah, uh, at, yeah, Andrade, yeah. Andrade, Cien at, uh, at TakeOver. takeover. He had a match, so he could take over. So sure. he, could, he could fully, he can go. He can wrestle. I, I thought the match was a little sloppy, personally. But I'm he just can, being it a was, super dork smart. No, no, no. No, no, I think you're you're right. I think he's he's, he's figuring his, he's getting his legs under him in NXT. Nerves. I think it may have been a little nerves, too. 
I, it might have been nerves. I think Sien looked great in that match. I think Tommy has, he has some work to do as far as figuring out that WWE style. And he just got there. He's fresh off the Indies. He's fresh yeah. off that UK tournament. But I think there's a huge upside to this guy. I've even gone back and watched Tommy End matches and Tommy End promos. Uh-huh. He can talk. Okay. He can talk extremely well. So you, you have a guy that I think with the departure of Nakamura – um, you know, the departure of Ballard, departure Joe, of Joe, yeah. the arrival of some new guys, your McIntyres of the world, yeah. Rude still sitting at the top, Ono needs to get himself fucking P90X, and now you got <laughs> Alistair Black. You have some people that apparently are going to fill in very well the upper tiers of NXT. Right. Let me ask you this. Now, they have DIY there, and DIY has done a really good job of getting over as a tag team, and they even teased, uh, you know, back in the CWC when they fought each other sort of thing. Do you think they save DIY's breakup angle for when they eventually get pulled up to the main roster, or do you think they run it in NXT first and then you bring them what? up solo I, on the main? That's a great question. I don't know what they would do. Um that's going to happen because yeah. those guys are both individual performers that are, you know, Gargano and Ciampa were individuals. They put them together and they're going to be individuals again. I think those two are, are I'm not going to say greater than the sum of their parts, but I think they're going to be better separate than they were together. Very Owens and Jericho like. Yeah. Um, as far as when the breakup happens, Jericho and Owens wrote the blueprint for breaking up two good buddies in, in recent memory. That's true. I'd say you guys wrote your own story. Run it back with these two. I'd say bring them, bring, you know what, don't bring them to the main roster together. Do it in NXT. Because I think if you did it on the main roster, people are going to be like, eh, it's Owens and Jericho. Right. And it's Owens and Jericho on not a massive level. They're not going to Owens-Jericho level those two, yeah. but they are on an Owens-Jericho level in NXT. Yeah. Do it there. <laughs> do it at a takeover. Loser leaves town match eventually. One of them goes up. The other follows shortly. And you got yourself... Uh, plenty of stories for the main roster. Very uh, Zane and Owens, like, oh, these guys are great friends, but look who yeah. followed them up to the main roster, and now these two fuckers have to go at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, do it on NXT. That's going to be a great story when that does happen. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And that kind of leads to one of the <clears throat> better moments, I think, of the super, two-night superstar shakeup, if you want to get right into that. Yeah, let's get into the, the shakeup. Before we get into the specifics of the individuals and where they ended up at, what did you think... The, the superstar concept? shakeup <clears throat> was going to be when Vince McMahon announced it on the Monday after WrestleMania. Because I, I think maybe I might have fucked up and filled in too many blanks in my own head. What did you think it was? I thought it was going to be just a, just people switching brands. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be people switching brands. But I thought that the rollout was going to be far different than what it was. It was just people was, showing yeah. up. It was pretty. Which I thought. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was no, going to say it, it was it was it was executed oddly. There was no it wasn't a draft. So there was no podium. There was no Kurt Angle or Daniel Bryan saying, you know, we on Raw are taking um, who the fuck showed up uh, the Miz and Maurice. You know, there was nothing there was nothing like that, which I kind of I kind of enjoy that because and this kind of takes me back to what we were talking about, the Royal Rumble match for a while, uh, a couple months ago, in that there's this air of. um of anticipation and everybody's uh, hypothesizing who it could be and who they think should jump over or something like that. That's, that's the excitement of a draft, but this was just, Oh, Hey, the Miz and Maurice are here. Or, Oh, Hey, great. Dean Ambrose is here or uh-huh, something like that. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, well, I guess that you're going to have Pete Slater and Rhino are going to be here. Right. Um, oh, I, so Bray Wyatt 
is on Raw, but, but he's going to fight yeah. Orton, Oof. who looks like he's staying on SmackDown right. for a title. So I guess that means Orton definitely wins. Right. Or what? You because Bray's titles. going to Raw. So yes, yeah. they can't have both of the main titles right. on one brand. Or could you? Uh, <coughs> or what could it, you? What if he did, and then the U.S. Championship became the big championship on SmackDown? I mean, I, I don't man, think they do that, but it, you know, it's a possibility. Th- there's it don't. It, there's absolutely no possibility of it being no possibility. That's they true. would definitely have U.S. Uh, they could have the U.S. title be the main title, have both of them over there, which would, in some fantasy booking scenario of mine, something I brought up, you know, a long while ago. I think there should only be one main title. Yeah. That I that the, the two the two brands somehow fight over Super Bowl style mm-hmm. AFC NFC and then for one year the brand that gets it gets bragging rights or maybe during a shakeup or one of the big four you have a, a bit of a crossover to see if you can bring the big title back to your brand yeah. as a conquering hero mm-hmm. what have you I wouldn't mind that uh, but it was to me in my head I didn't think it was going to be a draft I didn't want them to do the double podium draft thing because I want that to be saved for the draft I like that well, this replaces the draft. There's not going to be a draft now to what I... So there is... Okay, so that's... Is that the case? There is no draft that's, now? That's that's what <clears throat> I'm um, taking from this whole thing. Oh, shit. That See, that's a whole other level draft. to me. <clears throat> so this is in lieu of the draft. So this is just who it is now. Yeah. Which I'm more into because that it was going to bring me to my next question, curiosity, concern was that, well, are we now just going to have... Why are we going to get invested in these swaps if a few right. months from now they're going to have a draft and then Bray Wyatt could go back to SmackDown or right. Dean Ambrose could go back to SmackDown or anybody that's over on Raw, you know, Owen Zane, Mahal could go back over there. Um, okay, I didn't know that was the case. I, <coughs> is that I think confirmed that's, that's the going? Case. This is replaced. Um, this is replaced the draft. There, I haven't heard any concrete word of a draft happening. Um, and I think, I, I don't know, the impression I got was that this was replacing the draft. They just moved it up a little to add to the uh, post-WrestleMania hype and buzz. And, you know, then, and it kind of follows the whole WrestleMania being the season finale and the Raw after WrestleMania being the season premiere. They're just freshening everything up with, you know, some new feuds. Obviously, some stuff continues to pay back. Um, but, you know, freshening up the rosters and and, and teasing new uh, new feuds with different people. So... Uh, that that's how I interpret it. I could be wrong. Yeah, they no, could I'm still reading, be doing I don't the think draft. You are. I'm reading. People are calling it the draft. See, that's see. This is what this is probably where my confusion came from. You call it the shakeup, right? Or the draft? <clears throat> what is it? Is is the shakeup separate from the draft? Is the draft separate from the shakeup? Is the draft and the shakeup the same thing? Right. So is they're not doing a draft anymore because you had this whole big rollout. You get five picks, we get three picks, mm-hmm. or four picks, three picks, whatever. And but then the shakeup now is just going to be people just showing up. Yeah. Like is that is that how this is going to be forward? Uh, this see, it, I shouldn't be as a as a P one like you are. Yeah, I shouldn't be this confused as to the rollout and the disbursement of new and returning debuting talent. Yeah, uh, if this is how the draft shakes up, I'm okay with it. I think there's some but, some good um, possible feuds happening. I think some of the some of the uh, switches made a lot of sense. Some of them not so much. Some of them I have some concerns about. <clears throat> but overall, you know, there were some, and you know, 
there were I put a poll out there as to who people thought uh, made out better in the uh, in DOS shakeup, and I believe SmackDown won the poll. Um, SmackDown has a pretty they 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 really beefed up a little bit. They really did. They got some. They got some really, really good talent yeah, that rolled out. Seventy-one percent SmackDown, twenty-nine percent said Raw had the better uh, outcome in the Superstar Shakeup. There, that was a yeah. Let's point. talk about that. Let's see. So let's go down the the, the quick rundown of who they got and who debuted. Um, I'll hit us with the uh, with the list of who they got. You hit us with the debuts. Uh, um, we're talking Raw or SmackDown. Let's start with SmackDown here, being that that seemed to be what people uh, thought got the better of the two. Right. Uh, SmackDown gets the following. They get Owens, Zayn, Jinder Mahal, uh-huh. we got to talk about in a second. Yeah. Primo Epico, Charlotte, Sin Cara, Rusev, and Lana, who we don't know if they're going to be a package or separate now. It looks separate the way they presented them. Looks like Lana might be actually considered a wrestler now, which has been rumored for a very long time, especially since last year's WrestleMania when she came out with her squad. Right. And then you got the New Day. And then who do you have that has debuted or any returning Tamina Tamina Snuka for a long time injury? Yeah, and she had been doing SmackDown house shows, so that makes a a bit of sense from what what I was reading. But And I kind of like the way they presented it. Um, Shane kind of doing the whole troll thing, saying this second generation female superstar, everybody's, you know, expecting it to be Charlotte. And then they bring out Tamina and the crowd goes cold and then Charlotte comes if out. I'm, if I'm Tamina, I'm like, fuck you, man. It's eh. a shitty thing to do. That's a shitty thing yeah. to do. You'd be like, you use her for a fucking well. joke. That's trashy. Also, you'd be the like, fact- ha ha, I'm just kidding. I'm the fucking, I'm the, 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 the Teddy Long of this bit here. We're like, I'm actually going to be around. Teddy got to leave. Now I have to sit around. I was the person. You basically made an entire arena full of people look at you and go, oh, we didn't want this bitch. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. Here's the girl you actually wanted. Well, I mean, it's a chance for her to to prove him wrong. Let's this have it have it be used as motivation for her. Let's put it that way. And it's still kind of funny to me how um, Snooka, Superfly, is still on the... Uh, He's still pretty much on the up and up in terms. Obviously, he's dead. I know that, but his his yeah. name and his legacy, it's not in that um, Benoit side of of sort of things. He's still highly regarded, and he's still in packages for the Hall of Fame and that and stuff like that. Despite you know he killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would have been. I, I mean, allegedly or whatever. I'm not sure how that tri- had that thing gone to a full blown trial. Had he not died, it would have. Well, been didn't he kind of admit to it in the book, and that's what brought the lawsuit along in the in the first place? Because it happened yeah, like but, 30 years ago. But then they also say that the, he was he was not of sound mind. He had the fucking potato brain. Sure. Then it might not have. So there was there was just enough gray area and fog of war for them to be like, eh. It's okay. He can stay in. Now, had there been some salacious trial and they had to wheel him up there and all that, no, he's gone. And Tamina is Tamina, and they don't even say the name Snooker. Right. But yes, he he gets to stay because it wasn't full blown cut and dry. He did this, but it was still. Well, I mean, if there, uh, I don't know. I don't. It's just it just seems a little odd to me. But you know, it's WWE. this is the same company the same, that yeah. we'll get into towards the end. Right. That is all about that. Be a star. Don't uh-huh. be a bully. No hate campaign. Yep. And then meanwhile, 
Dick wagon is still out there. Shit. We'll, we'll, we'll cap shit's this bitch off of that. Shit's got some legs. Oh, shit's growing hair right now. Shit's growing hair. Okay, so, so yeah, uh, who else we was, have for SmackDown? That, I think that was it. That's what, that's what my list says. I don't remember anybody else uh, debuting. Well, I was going to say as far as debuts, as far as not uh, swaps debuted? but debuts, did we not have Ty Dillinger? That was did last Ty week. show up on SmackDown? Did he show up last week? Yeah, that was, that was last week. Uh, was that, that's right. That's right. That was he was alert. on the, uh, yeah. the SmackDown afterwards. Yep. Okay. So I guess Tamina Snook well, making her return. You kind of had the rebrand. <clears throat> excuse me. The rebrand of Aiden English since Simon Gotch no longer with the company. Aiden English came out there and did his old opera opera e singer sort of gimmick that he was doing in NXT, which was actually kind of over before um, they paired him, paired him up with Gotch to be the vaudevillain. So I think this could you know maybe help him out. I, I've always liked Aiden English. He's you know he's he's got a really sinewy like sort of um uh body you know type has, going you know he has, on he has a christian build <clears throat> yeah yeah he has a very christian like build a little more toned than christian especially a little more christian toned. later in his later years and but, i think a little bit taller a little less orange yeah the jaundice isn't there <clears throat> yeah jaundice christian all right where's my diseased peeps Oof. and speaking of um uh aiden english and his former partner another story rumors and innuendo gotcha. dirt sheets about a an incident possibly in craft services where he fell out of his chair and made a big to-do yeah. about it. I'm not sure if this is dirt sheet rumor bullshit, but it seems like when there's many, many, many stories, either there's some fucking Illuminati like Skull and Bones conspiracy to get this guy out of here, right. or a few of these things might be right, maybe exaggerated, but it does appear that there was some sort of backstage hullabaloo yeah. with him that they're like, eh. This juice ain't worth the squeeze. We're hiring all kinds of people off the indies. We're bringing yeah. old stars back. We don't have f- infinite level of funds. We got to pay these guys from somewhere. Got you, got to go. Right. So that that's that's fine. I think Aiden English can can benefit from it. And you know, dude married into a, a wrestling royalty family. He's a Guerrero by marriage. So uh, there you go. Good good for him. And and hopefully hopefully he can make something of that. So so yeah, that was that was SmackDown. Um, my Heading f- over to Raw. But we're, before we jump over, my favorite, I, I loved opening the show with Kevin Owens because that helps Kevin Owens out a ton as he's yeah. he's the big acquisition and he's going to be a main event player on SmackDown. I think he'll have a lot of room to shine and actually be this really dickhead heel shit kicker Kevin Owens that we know and love. And then the, my fa- like Baron Corbin came out, cut a decent promo on him. Um, and then Sami Zayn's music hit and fucking Owens's face when he hears Sami Zayn's music and sees Sami Zayn. It's one of my favorite things because it's, it's Batman Joker, man. They're, they're destined to do it forever. Yes, and they are. I, 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 I love it. And they're so good at it that I'm not tired of it. I don't care if they do last time ever matches every year and then they keep fighting because they're so, they have such a great relationship, um, in the ring and out. And I think Sami Zayn really is the winner, the biggest winner out of anybody who got the jump right there. You're right, because Owens has obviously gone on to really big things yeah. with the Universal title and the feud with Jericho. You know, Owens has pretty much been on a, on a consistent rise on the way up. <clears throat> and there's been times where we've really questioned what's going on with Sami. It seems like they don't have a plan for him. The yeah. only plan they ever did have was his, you know, on again, off again feud with Owens. But right. on Raw, it kind of got swallowed up in the machine and the mm-hmm. the mushroom cloud that is Raw. To where on SmackDown, I think he's going to get 
more time to shine. You can do this again. You can do it right. You can let it breathe. You can let this man really be Kevin Owens foil the way he always has been. And Owens is so in on selling Zayn. Mm -hmm. Like you said, when you saw him walk down that ramp and the exacerbation, the frustration, the disbelief, like you've got to be shitting me. (laughs) This prick is here. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. It's like moving to a new neighborhood and who's your neighbor across the hall? Your ex? Get the fuck out of yeah. here. I signed a one-year lease. I can't be here. <laughs> I can't be here. And she waves to you every morning and even brings you the mail. Uh-huh. I'm hoping that they really do rekindle this. I don't mind that we've seen it before. Uh, there's been feuds we've seen throughout the years that have obviously lost steam. Looking at you, Cena Orton. Yeah. But I still think there's plenty of of gas in the tank here. And I, I think that was a great acquisition. I love the shaved Kevin Owens. Yeah. Buzz nice, that yeah. beard down. Tightened love up. the ill-fitting tie. The, one, the, uh, the, the tie about three inches too high. The great suit. I though. would love. Great suit it's a nice, nice. It's an okay suit. Fat it guys can't wear suits. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I'm a fat guy. I don't look right in a suit. You've seen you me in suits. You wear a very particular type of suit. I think you look nice in a suit. Oh, I appreciate You know what they should have done? Tuxedo. Tuxedos. <laughs> well, that's Cesaro's gimmick. Yeah, okay. He does kind of have the, the tearaway tuxedo. Yeah, okay, good point. Yeah, okay. I say stick with the uh, pissy substitute woodshop teacher. Way too short. Inspirational down by the river tie. Uh, I am I am, I am. am happy with what SmackDown got. Charlotte, and though. Charlotte. Charlotte, big get. That's a huge big, big, get. Big, big get. And I th- Very big get. I think the women's divisions on both shows, and we'll transition that into Raw, um, the, the women's um, divisions have some really good, fresh opportunities and matchups happening now. So so SmackDown got Tamina and Charlotte and Lana. So I, I'm not sure how Lana is going to be, whether, whether a face or a heel. Um, obviously, Charlotte's heel. Tamina always has that mean face, so she's probably a heel. So you've got Becky as a face. You've got um, Natty, who's kind of in between always. She was a heel for a while, but then kind of did some face things. And then you have Carmella also, who's a heel. So not a ton of of face females on SmackDown. I guess they're going to just build the division around Becky, unless I'm missing somebody. Because Bliss Mm. and um, Mickey James both went to Raw. Raw So am I missing someone? I think. I think that's uh, it. Bailey's still on Raw. Bailey's on Raw. Sasha's, Sasha's on still Raw. on Raw. Uh, Nia Jax uh, what, is on Raw, and so did you is say Dana Brooke? Uh, Dana Brooke's Dana still Brooke on is still on Raw, and Emma's on Raw as well. Who's a heel? Yeah, but Dana Brooke's kind of a face now. So, <clears throat> by my count, there's one babyface female on SmackDown at the moment, and again, Nat- Natty could do. certainly be that second one, but. They, we haven't heard any you know hide nor hair of what what they're going to do with Tamina. Will Tamina right. be a face? Maybe they'll just retrofit and turn her into a face. For all we know, yeah, it's going to um, it's going to be hard to get people to get behind her. Yeah, they're going to have to soften her exterior or just turn her into just one of those 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 murderous. You know, she's a face, but she's not sweet, and she's just kicking the shit out of she's everyone. She's not like most girls because at this point, she kind of is. Nia Jax kind of took that spot while she Tamina was gone. Yeah, she kind of did take that spot. Um, yeah, I will be interesting to see what they do if they do anything with the returning Tamina. Right. 
Okay, so we'll transition into the Raw women as we just talked about. So Mickey James and Bliss over to Raw, and this was Bliss's first Raw appearance, so I'm happy for her. I'm going to miss her on SmackDown. I think she did a lot of really good work on SmackDown and Talking Smack. Um, but I'm, I'm now there's this whole new world of uh, of opportunities over there of, of of Bliss versus Bailey and Bliss versus Banks, and you know, uh, obviously my mind is Bliss centric, um, but there's I need Bliss and Bailey. Uh, I need. Yeah. I think Bliss and Bailey. That's going to be it. You've got the sweet girl. You've got the raging bitch who yeah. is a gif factory. Yes, by the she way, is. oh, there her is... facial expressions are ten out of Holy ten. Always. Shit. I know. I was saying earlier with Alistair Black, you act with your eyes, and she is the Daniel Day Lewis of the WWE <laughs> when it comes to facial expressions. <laughs> she has got these eyes and facial expressions, and the jaw drop, gasp, and the finger thing. Uh, where yeah. she, I mean. She is. I love her finger thing. I would, I love, would love to have her. <laughs> yes, to do a do a finger thing with me. Like <clears throat> being finger blasted by a T eight hundred, which is another you fantasy go. of yours. That absolutely <laughs> is. They sent a T eight hundred infiltrator unit to infiltrate my unit all the way from the future. Because at some point, uh, I'm going to take a shit on a very important piece of Skynet equipment. I'm going to ruin it, so they have to blow my ass out here in the past. Come on, me if you want to live. <laughs> Now, at this point, (laughs) I am hoping that you've added the Rudy music to this podcast. (laughs) Listen, guys, we record this. We don't do it live. And if the Rudy music is playing right now, Uh, Christoph's put one into the cheap seats. If it's not, pause the the podcast, go to YouTube. Pull up the Rudy theme, play it, and then hit play on this again and try and sync them up. <laughs> but if it is playing right now, let it ride. Oh, boy. God Good damn. Good stuff. Um, so also over on on <sighs> Raw, well, you had John Cena and and Nikki Bella played by Ms. Ms. and Maurice. Maurice. Yeah. They roll out. Right. And then you have a, a, a funny, zany Dean Ambrose. God, that guy does nothing the, for me these days. Well, well, people are already beginning the, guess what? They're all back on the same brand talk. Of course. With Roman and Seth and Dean. Oh, man, all the pieces are in place for a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. Do not hold your breath for that. It, it, come on. It's going to happen at some point. It will. But not in the next. I don't think it's going to happen this year. No. I don't think it happens this year. Seth I is think, finally I think starting they, to click as a baby face. Seth's clicking as a baby face. People are into Dean as the IC champion. Roman is Roman, which is the new Cena. You know, mm-hmm. love him or hate him. He's still like the number one merch seller, merch seller at all this shit. So yep. that's going to, that's still a thing as much as you fight against it. Roman is here. Yep. Which, God damn it. God damn you, WWE, you dumb bastards. You undid what you did last week yeah. on Raw with that stupid interview all right, mm-hmm. you, you you made him and broke him in the same episode. Mm-hmm. You you have that stupid ass interview where he completely goes back on what we were hoping is what we saw on the Raw after WrestleMania. Drops the mic. This is my yard. Just give badass. me a bucket full of Smart Tears yeah. and some Tang, so it's an orange flavored Smart Tear. <laughs> but then you have him sit down and do this goddamn Dateline 2020 bullshit. 
and well, completely undo it to me. Yes, but they had to do it Dateline style because if they tried to do that in the ring, he'd be eaten alive. So they just had, don't they do had it. The well, I I know. Just don't do that at all. I That's agree. The point. I don't care where you did it on the roof in the basement of the ring. Just don't fucking do that. I thought you were going to continue with the yeah, motherfuckers. It's my house now. Yeah. Try and get through the front door, and I'll Superman punch your kid in the face. And nope, you tried to add this level of sympathetic journeyman. I realize what I've done here. Oh, fuck you, mm -hmm. man. You've undid it. Well, then Braun and undid him. Holy shit. Okay, that's why I said you made him and you broke him in the same episode. <laughs> you broke him with that dumb interview bullshit. Yeah. But that you made me care about him again with the greatest backstage beatdown, I'm going to say, in the company's history. Damn, it was good. I can't think of another one. I've had some, there's been some good moments backstage mm -hmm. and bad ones backstage. But. The Braun Strowman ass whooping yeah, on Roman Reigns. Another one, yeah. There's been some great instances. There's been some people thrown through some stuff, but as far as pushing him on that gurney off of the off of the the, the dock entrance, uh -huh. which obviously not him, but a great bit of editing. Great <laughs> bit of editing. Somebody was it Matt Fowler or somebody else who put the GIF of Mac and me with the kid in the wheelchair? Yes, Jesus Christ. down the cliff. The the clip that um, what's his name? Uh, Ant Man. Paul Rudd always plays on Conan when he comes to, you know that ongoing bit, right? Whenever no. Paul Rudd goes to Conan on his show. He says, hey, I got a clip from my movie. And it's always that clip of the kid in the wheelchair going down the cliff. And every time he says, I, I promise it's not going to be that clip this time. And it's that clip. <laughs> <laughs> like Google Google Paul Rudd Conan and just watch the string of them because he gets it every time. And every time it's more funnier than the last. <laughs> God damn it. What is that? You said Mac and me. I don't think I've seen You've that. You've never movie. seen Mac and me? Oh, no, what is that? a terrible late 80s, early 90s movie with this. It's kind of like E.T. Light. This kid befriends this uh, this little alien thing. Okay. And you got to you know, trying to protect it from the government or whatever. And the kid's in a wheelchair. So it just adds another layer of, of flavor. Instead of Reese's Pieces <clears throat> and adorable little Drew Barrymore, you get a you get a derpy suburban white kid in a wheelchair. Mac and me. M.A.C. Oh, I've seen <clears throat> this this creature. I haven't seen like it's the not movie a great movie itself. at all. It, oh, I hated this creature. It looked like a nutsack. It looked like a nutsack. And they even did the whole I'm going to I'm going to hold on. I'm going to do this right here. I'm going to watch the whole damn thing. Okay, here's the kid. Oh no, his brake broke. Uh -huh. He's flying through. Whoa! He goes right off. He goes straight into the water. Okay, the alien pops up. He's like, "I'm going to lend you a hand." Yeah. They're all freaking out cuz the kid's tethered to the wheelchair. Uh-huh. Here Oh god, the, the the alien looks like a naked little boy. <laughs> Oh, this sucks. Oh, this sucks so much. This movie's so bad. Holy shit. They thought this was a good idea? This was like, Dab what, 87 maybe? I don't know. This is a hoot. Why was he in the woods on this in this wheelchair? Why was he going off-roading in his lazy uh, chair? Dude, I don't remember. I haven't seen it in years. It's, oh my it's a garbage God. movie. I See, I've only seen that clip, but I've never seen like the full scene around it. <laughs> this kid just fucking... <laughs> Oh my god! I've never seen him hit the water. Holy and then shit! The alien pops up. Did you see the, the and then the little girl from fucking uh, the poster for the movie is a fucking ridiculous thing. Look at this thing. <laughs> what the shit? Go to IMDb and look at his. The poster is so creepily awful. Oh, oh man, god. yeah, nineteen eighty-eight. That is, that is horrifying. I'm looking at another clip Ooh. of the 
of the the, the fucking the, the alien family. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I might have to fall down a Mac and me hole today. Yeah. Get on. So that. you have a kick ass beat down. He pushes him off the dock, and then you have what's going to be a, a highlight in the Braun Strowman video package oh, yeah. for years to come when he tips over an ambulance. Yeah. And I've got a drywall bot guy coming by today because there are holes in my ceiling from tiger all uppercuts. Of the, the goddamn tiger uppercuts and dragon uppercuts. I was cussing in front of the step kid. I taught him a bunch of new words. When how do you think they did that? That was a crane, right? Did they did well, they pull it with a crane? There were if you look, there were two stops on the other side to have him to help uh with the leverage on the on the left Left tires. There were stops okay. there on the ground. So look back, you'll see them. But then there had to be there had to be a crane or at least a couple guys pulling on the other end to help him get it over. Because I mean, Braun's a big, strong guy, but there's no way in hell he's lifting a ten thousand pound ambulance on his no, own. No, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna <clears> watch this with you. All right, here they go. He's beating his ass. He's got his hands underneath of it. They don't show either end of it, the front or the back of the ambulance. He's he's kind of pretending to lift it. He's getting his leverage. Right. And it's more believable because this guy was a strong man. Oh, here he goes. He's getting it up. He's. I tell you, he did such a great job of pretending to get under it like he was doing yeah. a tire flip. Here he goes. He's got his hands underneath of it. He's lifting this son of a bitch up. It is a 45-degree angle. He is tipping it over and wham on its side. Holy shit! Yeah, that was incredible. And do do you see the little uh, the little stoppers on the other side of the? Uh, yeah, I am looking at that. I do see. I do like, see the stoppers on the wheels over there. See, yeah, that is a top shelf piece. Of it business. was great. That did everything I needed it to to do for Braun, turning him into the psychotic, destructive monster that he is. I love it. He gets he gets into the ambulance and starts punching uh-huh. him in the head yeah. while he's trapped in the damn thing. <laughs> it was great. Oh my god! I could watch this. I could watch this ambulance flip. Ambulance flip. Am- yeah, I do see Amber the Lamps. stoppers. And actually, you do see the front of the ambulance. You don't see the back of it. There's there's gotta be a crane or something behind. There's, oh yeah, there's there's there has to be some kind. They because the shot was strategically just you know behind Braun, so you don't see what's on the other side of the ambulance. The ambulance. My wife always makes fun of me because I say ambulance because I'm from Baltimore and that's how it's fucking ambulance. spelled. Ambulance. ambulance. It's not spelled with an E N C E. It's A N C E. It's ambulance. Okay. Wow. All right. God. That was great to watch. Yeah, great. God, that was great to watch. That just does. That just does so much for Braun. Oh yeah, it it does add a, a little level of sympathy towards Reigns getting his ass kicked that sure. badly and not getting a comeback. He never emerged from the ass end right. of that ambulance. He never kicked the doors open. Right. And started fighting his way like he's. He never did the end of Raw. Hold his ribs and walk yeah. down the ramp. That would have the been the stretcher spot. Yeah, the stretcher spot. That would have been eye rolling. My God, I thought he was at the hospital. Right. Well, no. they he's working house shows this weekend, so that kind of ruins All right, it. So he, hey, but apparently, good for them. They're having him wear a cast. Really. They're having him. They're having him super casted and bandaged up, okay. but he's out there, really, really injured. Well, yeah, so well, he'll no sell it because he's that. Roman Reigns. So I love it. I love it so much. God, I hope he goes over on Strowman. I hope he does it easily too. With a with a with a. Oh come on, stop it! Now you just now you just being a dick. I am because all of you are being a dick on your side of the smart fence. I know. I love it. I, I love this guy. I am Braun's so good. in Braun's on Braun Strowman. Though. 
I'm so in on Braun Strowman Nothing right but now. upside here. I was so worried that they were going to lose their way with this dude after WrestleMania. I had a very poor, non-existent showing at WrestleMania. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant for the character, if that was indicative. But if this is what they had planned all along, God bless. Thought it was great. Did you read the story that Big Show was pissed off about Mania? They said that... No. Uh, well, I, would, I would be pissed off at him if I worked out for a year to get in that condition and had the shack shit fall through. Right. He said apparently it, him and Braun got tossed out earlier than he thought was going to happen. And he was pissed off at, 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 the, at the guys for throwing him out that early. Because he Damn, thought they were no, going to have I a little more that. time after that stare down to, to shine. And they did not. Have a little something? Yeah. I, I still feel like those two could have one more good program yeah. before they move him on to Roman yeah. or Braun with Brock. I, I just I think it would be such wasted effort if you got Big Show in such impeccable shape mm-hmm. and don't, don't do anything with it. Now, obviously, being in that condition and that level of health is its own reward, but come on, man, you're a showman. Fucking use this dude for something. Yeah. If it is to put over Braun, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm more threatened and impressed by Big Show than I've been in five or six years. Agreed. I, I, I want to see that match again. The match he had on Raw was great. You know, build it up. Have him, you know... See who could uh, have like a pissing contest, a giant pissing contest is who could, you know, how many guys can you knock out in, in five minutes or something like that? Just, just have them tear through your Kurt Hawkins is uh, like like Big Show did on Monday with one punch. So have them do what they did back in NWA, Georgia, Mid-South, even early WCW, NWA, <clears throat> where you'd have like the Road Warriors do bench press competitions. Yeah. Against the barbarian and against uh, you know Meng and shit like that. Yeah. Have them have them perform feats of strength because they both have shocking strength. Have them do an ambulance pull. Have yeah. them do a big stone contest. I mean, have him run back some of those strongman things that he did. Let me let me see some spectacle. And then during one of them. Uh, big Show's getting the upper hand. Braun Strowman gets pissed. He goes over and hits him with whatever log he's lifting over his head or throws a fucking refrigerator at him. I don't care. And then that leads to a match. I, I, I'd love to see them use these two freakishly large giants' strengths in something other than a wrestling match at yeah. first. Because I remember it was only like maybe four or five years ago, Mark Henry was still doing that. He like pulled a... He pulled an airplane or something like that. Mark Henry did, yeah. and you know, or even Mark Henry and Braun Strowman, I'd like to see as well for for similar reasons. Obviously, Big Have Show them. takes the top because of the shape he's in, but yeah, he's in incredible shape. Uh, I mean, by God, the abs! Big Show has abs in 2017. Right? You go back in 2008, nine. Tell somebody that they're gonna tell you to go fuck yourself. Only way he's gonna have abs is he's dehydrated. You say that in 2000, and people are telling you to go fuck yourself. Let them take turns sexually with JoJo. See who can last the longest. (laughs) Very petite. Whoever can control their giant nut the longest. uh, I'd watch that. You get my $9.99 a month for that. Nia Jax. That's it. Let there go. Can you imagine that? A big show Braun Strowman, Nia Jax, Eiffel Tower situation. Boy, that's a lot of meat. We got another Brock Lesnar superplex with Big Show situation. That fucking ring gives out. <laughs> oh, I'm just throwing ropes over the fucking barricade. That should Jesus. be <clears throat> Yeah. I'd watch, mm. I'd watch it. Hey, uh, also um, on NXT, I noticed something interesting. Getting back to that for a second. Yeah. They're doing a lot more backstage stuff than I remember. Maybe they've been doing it and I haven't been paying attention to it, but they've been doing a lot more prepackaged backstage segments at the, the like interviews? performance center. Uh, no, it's 
How do I, God, I hate to compare it to this, but when Jeff Hardy was doing those garbage fucking TNA things forever ago, uh-huh. where he would be in the back in the rafters and the stairwell, and right. there would be like a a monologue overlay, he wouldn't be speaking, but you'd hear him speaking as uh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. was deep in some country bumpkin fucking <clears throat> thought of his. Yeah. They were doing that with Ember Moon, wandering around the arena after her loss to Asuka, and it was... <clears throat> Very odd. Huh. Very, I, I don't know. It, it, it was, uh, not saying it, I hated it, but I, I didn't need it. Right. Go watch it and, and give me your thoughts on it. It kind of made her come across as a, a child who just had its favorite rabbit die. Well, they've like done the that Ember with, Moon. like, remember they did that with Cena after he lost uh, to The Rock the first time. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like an empty arena package with him like contem- sitting there contemplating and the voiceover, his voiceover oh, happening. Oh, shit, well, they ran that back with Ember Moon. Yeah. They ran that back with her, and then you had uh, uh, Billy Kay and her, and her pal wandering Peyton around Royce, backstage. Yeah. Peyton Royce fucking around with everybody. While uh, Ono, by the way, there's a quick shot of Ono, and you see that camera swing to the left. You have a donut? When he is up on <laughs> one of the trainer's chairs, uh-huh. and he is eating the trainer. Uh, he has got the entire trainer in his mouth, and he's just slowly pushing that last leg down his throat. Cash is oh no hungry. Big bowl of ranch for him just to dip that trainer in, just to suck him down. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, and also uh, Ruby Riot too. Yeah, Ruby Riot. Um, she fought Kimberly, now known as I think they're calling her Kimberly Frankel. Something, yeah, something in, like, stupid like that. Frankel Toyota. Yeah, and it, it's not just uh, a car; it's a Frankel. It's a Frankel. Ruby Riot is going to have to grow on me. I'm getting just a little little pal, little, little taste of dork. Little taste of dork. Um, not, just, not to the Ember Moon level of dork. No, not to the Ember Moon level of dork. Ember Moon is more of a LARPing, uh, uh, way too into the Renaissance Festival dork. I really wish you'd stop speaking Old English with me. I'm asking what you want on your fucking hot dog. All right, mm. ye old relish. It's a, she's the girl you knew in eighth grade. They went on summer break. She was wearing jellies, butterfly clips. Right. She was really into North Face. And she finally she listened to the rancid grade. record. Yes, and she listened to fucking <laughs> Operation wolves, Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna even. I'm gonna take that back. She listened to some 41. Oh, and then come on. She called herself a punk girl, P N K G R R L, and mom <laughs> gave her a fifty dollar Hot Topic gift card. And um, I didn't know a lot about Heidi Lovelace. She's she's fine in the ring. Yeah, and she's she's kind of selling the riot girl thing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I I'm I'm getting just a tiny tiny little douche chill from her. Just just a breeze. <laughs> Nothing that like I'm all out on. I, I'm, I'm I, I can't do it. Nothing like some of those Ember Moon promos. Who's a fucking monster in the ring? Yeah. But they're letting they're they're letting Ruby talk quite a bit. I think she's very cute. Yeah. I love that fucking. I love that hook nose of hers. I love them dark <laughs> lip. I love it. I love that fucking hook nose. I think I, I think it's sexy as shit. I love her short hair. All right. I love her pale skin. Love that yeah. one leg hopping out while the other's fully covered. Yeah. Um. But I, I need I need it to feel when she's talking like she's not about to introduce the new. Uh, good, good Charlotte. Charlotte video. I knew. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like she's about well to introduce the new Good Charlotte video here on TRL. I like some forty one, and those first two Good Charlotte records were really good. I will go on record as saying that they are going to be at uh, Preakness this year, and I've demanded my producer uh, Michael get a face to face with them in the studio. See if they remember I, you I, from the Waldorf Barnes and Noble or Borders Books don't. and Music. 
I can promise that they don't, but I need my <clears throat> moment in the sun with yeah. them where I can just I can let them know. I need I need I need to be the Dave Mustaine to their <laughs> Lars Ulrich from and, some kind of monster and sit them down in that hotel room oh and be like, God. listen to what you guys did to me without even knowing you did it. Oh all right? my God. No matter how hard I fucking try, no matter what heights I achieve, nope. or lows you're that always I Waldorf's to, second greatest in export. I'll always be Waldorf's <laughs> second favorite son, you fuckers. Okay, well, in that or case, third, third because you're twins. Yeah, last Assholes. Name. Yeah. You couldn't even let me be the second favorite son. You had to pull the twin magic on my ass. Oh, my God. You bastards. Isn't one of them still married to Nicole Richie? I think they're both tapping. Just top shelf trip. Good for them, man. Good for them. Good for them. All right, back to you the... You fought my friend's band behind the Costco <laughs> and won. So we talked about Mickey James, Alexa Br- uh, Bliss, Bray Wyatt, uh, Rhino and Slater, Kalisto also on Raw, maybe hopefully over to 205 Live because that really is the only place where he fits. Uh, Kurt Hawkins, who gives a shit. Um, and then Ms. Maurice, uh, Dean Ambrose, and Apollo Crews got announced on like at 3 p.m. on Twitter. Oh, Apollo yes. Crews. Just poor Apollo If Cruz. I'm Apollo Crews, I'm just like, hey, guys, thanks, but uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Give me my release. Let me, go. let me go to TNA. Let me let me fucking have Alberto punch me in the face a little <clears throat> bit. That would be great if you could. It's just he's just not working. And then that's partly and it's not on him. It's just they haven't given him anything. He's a he's they a brought fine him performer. Up too soon. Yeah, God, they, they brought him up too they soon. Really that's going to forever be the legacy of Apollo Crews unless there's a major turnaround with him. Yeah. The guy that they took out of the oven too soon. Take him back down. Put him back in the oven, man. Uh, slop a new uh, coat of marinara sauce on him or something. Give him a new gimmick. Yes. Give him a gimmick. Cheese makes everything better. Yes. Cover him in cheese. Cheese covered Apollo Crews. That's his whole gimmick. He just comes out to the rig covered in cheese. He has like the Parmesan grater you have at Olive Garden. He's just going in the front yes. row to fans. He has a valet. I'll tell you when, motherfucker. Keep <laughs> going. Cheese. And, and, and Cassius Ono constantly chases him because he's just fucking covered in cheese. That's the feud. A cheese-covered Apollo Crews versus a famished Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono, who has one of those those napkins tucked into uh-huh. his neckline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just chasing after him with a knife and a fork, uh. mouth fucking salivating. What if he has one of those baby bibs, bibs that, like, catch the stuff that falls down? And, oh he, and then he takes a fork into what's caught and still shovels it into his fat mouth. Yes, he just constantly just eats out of whatever bastion booger bib he has around his neck. His finishing move is the to-go box, where he just shoves your head into a fucking box and slams the lid repeatedly. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I, I, I love you, Cassius, but I got a, I got word from, God love you, uh, Jen on 10, who's very sweet about emailing me when she goes to events mm-hmm. or goes to house shows. She apparently went to NXT Atlanta uh-huh. and uh, said that they were they're doing a show in Atlanta, and Cassius Ono was... Life of the party fat and Ruby Riot fell off the apron while getting hype. Apparently it was like, I'm not sure if that was taped or if that was not taped, but apparently she was kind of giving it's the old hey, oi, oi, oh shit, and then slips and falls off of the fucking apron. So don't think I didn't fucking look for footage of that for like an hour. I would have loved to have seen a good God. slip and fall. That's now, Chris, as we as we get towards the the end here, about an hour in, we, yeah, we sure. got to talk about this real quick because. Yeah. Uh, this thing, this this pot's coming to a boil. Yeah. And we saw evidence of it on SmackDown with a new attitude uh, for uh, JBL. Yeah, he is super, <clears throat> super fun, happy time now, man. It is no longer a question that Morrow 
and him absolutely have beef. Yeah. It sounds like he was definitely bullied. Mara was very vague about it at first, but right. now he's responding to stuff about it. He's responding to clips of JBL getting knocked out in yeah. the Tough Enough series. Um, it's He's making it pretty damn clear that there was something that happened. Yeah. Uh, anybody that's anybody that even types the word Morrow is getting blocked by JBL all over the place. That's us. That's us. We are blocked. We were blocked. And I blocked we him back. We are blocked. So fuck you, yes, JBL. Got, yes, you got double blocked. <laughs> we have been blocked. He has probably the largest block list of anybody in the United yeah, States of probably. America. And then you hear him on SmackDown when he's not being drowned out by the Fire Bradshaw chants and the sights of people with Fire Bradshaw signs getting being walked out. out. Yeah, not, not even sign out. taken away. You're ejected. He is complimentary of everyone. Yeah. He's not getting on any of the baby faces. He's saccharine sweet. He's not getting pissed off at Mojo Raleigh wearing his hat. Yeah, he's not picking he on is, Byron, which was Byron's easy pick. That pickings. was his whole bit. Yeah. And ESPN is now picking up the story. USA Today is picking the New up York the story. Post, yeah, it's New York Post is picking up the story. This, Forbes. This, this might not be a thing. Forbes. Forbes. This I don't believe this is a story that I think the fans are going to let die Mm-mm. anytime soon. No, and there, there, you have to make a statement. And you know, we we threw out some hypotheticals last week. You, you know, fire him or just you know give him time off until the heat wears off, or just put him back. Well, I guess putting him backstage isn't really going to help because that's even more in the in, in the in the shit with people backstage. I I don't know. I don't I don't know what the answer is, but. The WWE cannot stay silent on this matter forever and still be, um, you know, their big charitable be a star thing. And they're a publicly traded corp, uh, company. So if I'm a stockholder, uh, I'm I'm sending I'm sending some emails up up the line, be like, guys, you know, you're you're fucking up here. Let's make a statement, make a public statement, do a press conference, make a public apology, say JBL is going to, you know, you don't have to fire him. I mean, not to say he's he's uh, relying on that paycheck to live because um, it's well established that he's good with money. Um, but just you, you have to do something. You can't sit there and be silent much longer because this shit is 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 expanding day by day. I am obviously a guy that has a certain level of respect and fondness and remembrance for the old school ways of the ball busters and the right. Bruiser Brodies and your Ole Andersons and stuff like that. But I get that. The the sort of, um, this is going to sound odd, this sort of uh, romantic hazing that has taken place in wrestling, that took place yeah. in football, that takes place in the military, yeah. that takes place in frat houses and stuff like that. As long as there's some sort of break you down to build you up mentality yeah. that seems like, you know, the Marine Corps did so famously in the Arlie Ermy scenes mm-hmm. of, uh, of... Full Metal Jacket. Um, full Metal Jacket. But this seems like there's no end game with him ever. That seems like, okay, the ribbing never has an end. That this right. guy truly is just a raging prick. That it sounds yeah. like there's so many people backstage that probably bust one of those balls. And probably pretty viciously. But that at some point, do the whole get over here, kid. Hey, right. way to not get pissed off. And way to not uh, go whine to management. You took it on the chin. You kept your head held high. Mm-hmm. And that shows that you're someone that can, that can take it as good as that can give it. Right. Welcome to the club. This seems to him, this seems masochistic. Yeah. This seems never ending. It doesn't seem like there is 
any ever positive outcome to this. This guy just seems like an asshole. Yeah. And I don't think there's room for him in wrestling these days. He has he had some old school guys come to his defense, like Jonathan Coachman, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Others have come to his defense. And you know what? There was a time that it was accepted. Cody Rhodes did Killer too. Falls. Who did? Did you see Cody Rhodes' tweet? I did not see Cody Rhodes' it, tweet. And it actually really upset me because I'm a huge fan of Cody. He's, it was something along the lines of, um, my dad taught me when you were bullied to to take the guy outside and and you know and and settle it like that and I did and it worked. It's something it was something along. I'm paraphrasing, but the tweet was something along those lines. And that I mean, well, you can't <clears throat> do that anymore. There's there you you there used to be a time that right. they say you're a Morrow, say you're a Justin Roberts, which by the way aren't nearly as big as a JBL. You're gonna throw hands, you're gonna get fucking mauled. Right. But say you're someone like a Miz, or say you're someone. <laughs> That's a, you know of larger stature. In 1988, 1985, you could take JBL out back and you could put hands on his ass. These days, you cannot. You can't go and fist fight someone backstage and beat someone's ass and not expect to have repercussions. And there's such a culture of of worry from all these podcasts that you hear of former wrestlers and younger wrestlers that were there that are walking on eggshells. No one's going to dare go and get up in the face and risk their career yeah. to fight a guy that is just such a tenured, entrenched veteran in the organization who sits at the table besides McMahon that are going to try and throw hands or shove him to the ground or even get up in his ass verbally. It's, it's not possible yeah. from what it seems, from what I gather, to fight back against a bully. No. Now, if you're a Simon Gotch and you're being a dick, yes, you can get in Simon Gotch's ass and knock him to the ground. Well, Sinkara, if there's dude. some is some Sinkara, yes. If there's some young NXT upstart, some indie guy that they just brought on, some D minus level dude, if somebody if Mojo Rawley decides to start being a dick, you could probably punch Mojo Rawley in the face and you ain't gotta worry about it. But right. JBL, if Triple H decided to bury you, if and I'm throwing out just names here. If Jericho or Stephanie or Lesnar decided to be an asshole to you, you got to take it on the chin if you're a youngster. Right. You don't want to risk throwing away a decade plus or however long you've been at it by standing up for yourself if you're trying to make ends meet and support a family. So JBL realizes he has this perfect little bubble that he can play in where he can get his fucking jollies by fucking with everybody. But he knows that the people that he screws with, Justin Roberts, young yeah. guy. Mar Ranallo, new guy. The right. Miz back in the day, <clears throat> new guy. He can dick around with all these people and not have to worry because he's insulated from it. Right. But he can't bully the fan base. He can't bully the shareholders. He can't bully the media. Yeah. And we, I believe, almost to a certain interesting extent, almost have a, have a responsibility to sort of fight back on Morrow's behalf, yeah, on and Justin Roberts' behalf. And I think we are, and I, I would believe before year's end, I think you'll see a change. Right now, you won't. They're looking for every possible option yeah. to just kind of slide around this or, or wait it out. And there's a lot of people that get pissed off real quick and real briefly, looking at you, Pepsi. No one was ever going to drink Pepsi again a week ago. Right. And I guess Pepsi's fine. United, guess what? You're going to fucking fly that airline. I'll fly United. I don't care. Ain't no way he's going to give a shit. <laughs> but this, this thing seems like it's going to stick around a little bit, especially when you dick with people that people love, like Amaro, yeah. who seems to be someone that people really hold near and dear to their heart. Justin Roberts doesn't seem to have, have really 
irked anybody the wrong way. No one has since stood up for JBL's claims of Justin Roberts was a dick and nobody liked him. Well, yeah, and that's another thing. Like, JBL's tweet saying, I never took his passport. He's an idiot. Like, uh, And then John Morrison immediately pops up and says, no, you asked us to. Yeah. Stupid. You tried to find some legal, some loophole. Yeah. And, yeah, and you hear him. You you heard in that Morrison thing where they had to juggle. Do we take this guy's passport and risk losing a friend and ruining this guy's week? Or does this blow back on us by not doing it? But Mm -hmm. then we have to deal with this hassle and all that. That's the environment these people work in. Yeah. And I would say that you remove Nia Jax from the Braun Strowman Big Show three-way and you let those two Run a fucking Lucky Pierre on this guy. One at each end. Let him touch tips in the bone zone right up and around his esophagus. And then maybe give him a nice quarter turn spit. and then flip right him the back. There, yeah. Put him on the old dick spit. The That's tr- the only way I'm going to accept JBL continuing to be a part of the WWE infrastructure is if when he interviews people, he has to have either Braun Strowman or Big Show up him the entire time. I will allow it. Cock chat. Dick spit. Uh, yeah, uh, dick, dick it around with JBL. And it's just him sitting there in immense agony while he's being lowered onto Braun Strowman, just interviewing someone. <sighs> so tell me. Oh, oh, oh God. On the, oh, God. Mm, that's on the independent scene. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like it's pushing on the bottom of my lung when you, when you got hired by the WWE. <laughs> oh. I feel ripping. I feel like it's ripping. You gotta slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Um, when you were brought. Oh, guys. Guys, he's. Guys, he came. (laughs) (laughs) I'm flooded right now. Promise me what? I'm flooded with Bronster. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase l, capital D, N, 7, lowercase c, 3, lowercase r, lowercase f, U, V, Q. This is the The Rough House Podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.